This is the Wrestling is for Girls Penitentiary, where we've been down since day three or four-ish. Each week, we get together with our internet besties, that's you, to talk about Raw, SmackDown, and upcoming pay-per-views like this week's Money in the Bank. I am Abigail, and I am joined by the most award-winning podcast host on this show, Jillian. And we are ready to recap selectively and predict poorly. Jillian, how are you doing? I really thought that you were about to tell some, like, insane lie about me as being an (laughs) award-winning podcaster. That was amazing. I'm okay. How are you? I am all right. And I want you to know that if the heart could give podcast awards, you would win all of them from me. Aw, thanks. That's very nice. Are you ready to smack it down? I am. I am ready. Let's do this. We've got a lot of ground to cover tonight. We've got SmackDown mm-hmm. Raw and, of course, our predictions for Money in the Bank. So, And I think our listeners should know you are sitting on top of a ladder as you record this podcast. That's how dedicated yes. you are to your craft. I am coming to you live from a wrestling ring with a 12-foot ladder in it, and I am atop it. You're brave. And if, if that were true, I would fall over at some point because I forgot to pay attention to what <laughs> You have, like, doing. a little lap desk up there. <laughs> really long extension cord far less dangerous and more interesting we kick off smackdown with first a very very dramatic video about the demise of the bloodline and then lo and behold the usos are in our city so dramatic (laughs) it was so long and so dramatic it was extremely extremely intense it was I mean, but it's been an extremely intense time. Absolutely. Like, everyone is feeling it. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought the twins looked happy. They looked like they were ready to go. They did. I I was a little, I don't know, I don't want to say disappointed. Like, when they were like, we still love you, Roman, I was like, okay, that's that's nice. But also, I'm like, no. (laughs) Why are you so, Roman was right. You two are stupid. It's like, don't be nice right now. I know they're like Mm -hmm. trying to save him, but maybe he needs to stew in his own juices for a while. That's the thing. I I think he needs a resounding defeat, and I think the fans need it as well. Do you think that Roman's going to jettison Paul at some point? I think it's far more likely that Paul jettisons Roman. Ooh, Do you think that's coming soon? I think it might be because he's definitely like, I mean, that's what happened with him and Bork, right? I don't remember. Like he sold Bork out. So <laughs> I, I feel like, Amazing. yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at him about that, but I, I feel like that's probably what's going to happen is Paul Heyman is always one step ahead. You know, that's true. He's much smarter yeah. than all of us. You got to get up pretty early in the morning to fool Paul Heyman. That's true. I certainly I can't get up early enough to fool Paul Heyman. So you're safe, Paul. Don't you worry. (laughs) We are over here playing tiddlywinks while you play four-dimensional chess. So, Have you ever played tiddlywinks? I have played tiddlywinks. Really? I have no idea how it works. Isn't there like little chips or something? Yeah, and I think you have to like flip them into a cup, but... Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Tiddlywinks are for girls. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird name. So I kind of agree with you. Like, it's very unsatisfying to have them sort of like passing the buck to Paul Heyman on the villainy in the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, they call them a snake. 
Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, yes, he's a little snaky, but yeah, like Roman is also a monster, and we've seen it. Like today on Instagram, they had this. I think it was on Instagram. They had this compilation of him just like pie facing and shit talking Jimmy and Jay, and I was like, you guys got to watch this. Oh, really? I didn't see that. I'll see if I can find it for you. Okay. But, Sounds um, juicy. Do you think that they are going to like see the light at some point? Or do you think that we're going to play this out in this really unsatisfying, it was Paul Heyman all along kind of way? I'm worried they're going to do the latter. Um, I, It just seems like they're very they're very much into family so you know mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna do what they can to pull roman and solo back and they'll just blame paul if that works you know they might be maybe they're smarter than we think they are and they're trying to just do a lot of reverse psychology so that roman's like yeah paul is a dick you know they're gonna get him out of the cult too in a really beautiful moment they're gonna try <laughs> I'll, so, I'll be watching so they uh they close the segment welcoming solo and roman to the uso penitentiary so i mean no matter what they seem like they're ready to do what they have to do mm-hmm. how long has the uso penitentiary been a thing a while it hasn't but like always been their thing though right not as, i don't think it has not it hasn't been their thing as long as edward cullen has been 17 but it has been for a while <laughs> do they have the skin of a killer I mean, I think sparkling <laughs> would only take them to the next level. So I agree. Let's get some <laughs> glitter in that game, boys. <sighs> so yeah, this you know this remains a very tense, very high stakes situation. I don't know if what follows is quite as tense or high stakes, <laughs> but it does involve our guy, Los Angeles Knight. Yeah. He takes on Ray Mysterio in a Los Angeles night hates everybody and everything match, which I think is just how all of his matches are branded. He's so great. They did a, did you see the little promo they did on Instagram today about like, well, it was on reels too. I think about asking him about British stuff. Yes. <laughs> it was really dumb, but I enjoyed it. I like that. He, he thinks tea is okay. <laughs> Tea's all right. Yeah. Um, so I have to comment because I know they've had them up for a while, but I really like the ladders, like the set decoration that they put out by the entrance yeah. ramp. Like I really like when they put up themed decorations and I really enjoy the ladders. I know they don't really do anything, but it's, I think it's nice. I think it sets the stage, right? It reminds you visually every time someone comes out what the stakes are. And I appreciate that. I do too. I think that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, LA Knight remains massively, brutally over with the crowd. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, something good, something's got to happen for him because I just feel like he's so over. They can't just keep throwing him into these like kind of piddly little matches. I mean, he's going into the money, men's money in the bank match, which is not a piddly little match, but you know, I just, he's kind of been very mid cardy at the moment. I think they have to be prepared that if they don't let him win this match, whoever does win this match is just going to be brutally rejected by the fans because mm-hmm. they are not Los Angeles Knight. I know. So, did you... oh, sorry. Oh no, I'm just I'm trailing off. With did you hear Wade say yeah? 
He did an I, LA night, yeah. It was really good. I heard, I heard him say a lot of things. Oh. <laughs> I mostly focused on him saying, yeah, and I thought it was pretty good. I also heard him refer to LA night as 260 pounds of prime beef. Oh, that's so gross. Like, Wade, for the love of all that is good and pure in this world, I am begging you. I don't know what you need. If it's me sending you a check for 100 bucks, I will do it. Just please stop referring to your colleagues as prime beef. Can Man, you imagine? Meat, meat Mountain. Like, try to imagine that you're in a meeting at work and you're like, hi, everyone. I'd like to introduce you to the director of whatever in our department, Kevin. Kevin, you know, went to MIT and also he's 260 pounds of prime beef. I mean, it harkens back to like Mad Men. <laughs> Not even Don Draper would. <laughs> Not even Don Draper. Oh, poor LA. I'm very curious as to what's going to happen to Los Angeles. Like, mm -hmm. are they going to keep him this sort of like healy guy that everyone loves which is my hope like i don't want them to change any fundamental thing about him or yeah. are we going to be stuck with one of those unfortunate face turns where he's like i love america i love the elderly i grew up poor and my mom left us for the circus but i persevered through my faith and patriotism like that would ruin him we cannot give him a gimmick like that we have to preserve the shitty core of los angeles night i feel like that was like the jack swagger move wasn't it <laughs> it was very patriotic um, I think you're right. I would like him to stay Healy. I think we just haven't seen enough of him as a heel, like doing cool heel things, really. It's just his matches are always pretty short. Mm -hmm. He's shows up intermittently, like he had that big Mountain Dew match <laughs> <laughs> with Bray Wyatt. And apparently he scared Bray Wyatt out of the WWE. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just want to see more happen with him. And I had forgotten my spouse reminded me like he was, it wasn't that long ago. He was with what maximum male models or whatever. Yeah. He was Maxine Dupree's brother, Max Dupree. Like I remember him quitting and then all of a sudden he was LA Knights. <laughs> That's really interesting. I spent that whole get more, well, not that whole gimmick, but what I saw of it, being like, this is some flowers in the attic shit. They are not just brother and sister. Now that oh, never God. came to fruition, but, um, and I'm glad it didn't. I'm very appreciative. Although it may, I mean, there's like a VC Andrew series now. So maybe that'll just catch like wildfire through the popular mm -hmm. culture and infect everything. Let's, let's hope that it spares our boy, Los Angeles. I'm mixing metaphors. Yes. <laughs> Stay pure, Los Angeles. Stay pure. So he gets the win over ray mm -hmm. um and you know because he is los angeles knight and kind of a jerk he's not satisfied to win he has to keep beating up ray and santos escobar is not going to stand still for that so he comes out in his crop top and he tries to have ray's back yeah santos loves ray more than anything he does their love is pure it's really beautiful it's clear mm -hmm. that ray is a hero to his character it's clear that Santos is a better child than Dom. <laughs> I mean, if I had to pick one of them to be my son, well, I'd absolutely pick Dom because I'm pretty attracted to Santos. But that's not the point. If we were on purely a non-Purian scale, I mean, Santos is the gallant while Dom is the goofus. Yeah. Clearly. I 
mean, I don't know how old Santos is. I don't know that Ray's old enough to be Santos's dad, but I think it'd be kind of a funny storyline if they wanted to bring back the deadbeat dad thing again. And mm-hmm. now it's against Santos. You took my dad. <laughs> I would 100% watch that. I, I hope <laughs> that dad is listening. I'm going to put that in the letter this week. Oh, also, I would like to thank dad because I learned mm-hmm. today that if dad hadn't intervened, we wouldn't have Los Angeles night. So thank you, dad. Thanks a lot, dad, because we criticize you sometimes, but you've done some pretty good things for us. And that is one of them. We criticize you all the time, but (laughs) I'm still appreciative of the things that you do. Now work harder. Are we the shitty middle-aged teenage kids you never want? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. But we do love you. And we are very appreciative inside where you can't hear it. I'm still waiting for that new car, Dad. <laughs> and a call on my birthday. And like he's never called on my birthday. College money. Yeah, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks, Dad. So following this match, we have a lot of fast-paced action that does not take place in the ring. We see Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa backstage, and Solo is in a very bad mood. And he runs into Ridge Holland, who at first I was like, who the hell is that? And my husband insisted it was Ridge Holland. We got in a fight about it. Turns out he was right. I didn't recognize Ridge either. Although I seem to have face blindness when it comes to Ridge Holland, because unless he's wearing his like Brawlin' Brutes getup and is with Butch and or Seamus, I never recognize him ever. Yeah. He's like that guy who people bring around to parties and stuff, but you have no idea who he is. He's just kind of always there. But everybody else knows. <laughs> yes. You're like, I just, why are you so confusing, Ridge? Who are you? Like no one, everybody has a different nickname for him. Nobody calls him by the same thing. So you can't trace back to like what his actual <laughs> name is. And like everybody knows him from someplace different. Mm-hmm. And then one day he just disappears. Because he died. Because Solo murdered him <laughs> backstage. Bringing WWE. it back. <laughs> Bringing it back. Whoop, whoop. So this is very like heated. Like poor Ridge is taken out. Adam <laughs> Pierce tries to save him. Seamus wants to fight Solo. And then we see Seamus in the ring. He's very angry. He loves Ridge. And he calls Solo out. But then he just leaves. Yeah, it was kind of awkward. He like stomped down the ramp a little bit. Not even yeah. down the ramp. I think he just stood by the ladders and was like, you, you get out here in that ring. And then he leaves to go backstage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight you, but not right now. Not, not yet. Or anything. Not yet. A little bit later. Fight you later. So weird. I love you, Seamus. So that's, I love him, too. Like, every time I see him, I'm just happy. Mm-hmm. He's great. Uh, something that made me a lot less happy, and I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on, uh, we have the women's tag titles unification match in which Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler take on newcomers from NXT, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire with Raquel Rodriguez at ringside. I have to say looking absolutely beautiful, like a queen. She looked amazing, but like, why didn't they have her saying anything? She was just like sitting there watching awkwardly while her little arm cuff really bit into her skin. That looks so uncomfortable. I was worried about that. I love her so much. I um, I really wanted, well, I feel like this unification thing was stupid to begin with. Yes. Preach. I don't understand what this means for NXT because Ronda and Shane, Shana won. Ronda and Shayna won. 
Mm-hmm. So like, are they just gonna make up some new belts for NXT? Like everybody's getting new belts, you know? Oprah, <laughs> Oprah Dad is back and just handing new belts out to everybody. I mean, I my understanding is there's not gonna be a new belt. Like this is it. This is the women's tag team belt. So it's just gonna pass back and forth between, which means SmackDown it's never going. and NXT. Well, it means it's never going to NXT because it's also for all the ladies on Raw. Oh, it is. Isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> what does it mean? I mean, like, my understanding is this is it for ladies tag team wrestling. Oh, okay. Well, so that makes it even fucking worse. Right? To me, this feels like an entire statement on how we value the future of women's wrestling, and it's not encouraging. I mean, it's definitely a step backward, it feels like, right? Because Mm -hmm. at least before there were differences and now it's just like, oh, we have three brands and we're going to unify it. Like that just. It's stupid. I'm going to try not to get too worked up about it. I'm hoping that there's like something that's going to come out in the wash about this, but that enrages me. It. This is one of those times I want to be wrong so bad. Yes. Like I want somebody to be like, see, you got all angry and it was for nothing. Like, good, please. That, that is what I'm asking for. I want you to be wrong about this too. Can I quick say a side note that? Yes. Rhonda's music is too happy for her. I agree. It doesn't fit her at all. Like that Joan Jett song is fantastic. It is a happy, poppy little rock song. Nothing about Rhonda is a happy, poppy little rock song. No. I mean, that song would be so much better fit to someone like Liv Morgan. I know. Maybe anyone else. <laughs> or Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Like, there are people who could make much better use of that song. I know. Oh, well. Oh, well. So, we do get some exciting news. However, mm-hmm. despite the sad outcome, um, Raquel lets us know that adorable Pixie and her life partner, Liv Morgan, is back. Liv is back. I kind of wish they would have just been like, well, and then yoinked the titles away and just put them back on yes. Raquel and Liv. That would have been amazing. I mean, they did never lose them, as Raquel likes to remind us. So I know. I just feel like there has to be some like time limit, right? Like, well, if you have to you know, relinquish the title, if the other person makes it back within six months or something, you get it back. Mm-hmm. That seems like a fair trade. Seems super fair to me. Now, I suspect if I like the team of Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler more, I might feel (laughs) differently about that. Well, I was just thinking, like, it seems super fair not to give Ronda a title ever. And I'm that's that's where I am. That Mm -hmm. seems the fairest of all. I honestly think what she really deserves is to be put in a tag team with Lacey Evans and then they both disappear. And I don't have to think about either of them. Oh, can you imagine? They would be insufferable. Yeah, we call them the science deniers. And they come out and they just say stupid things and uh, then they have lackluster matches. It's going to be great. And they look like grumpy and like, grr. Mm-hmm. So mad. Yeah. That would be amazing. We also, at the end of this match, get some breaking news, which I feel like is not surprising at this point. That Sheamus will take on Solo Sokoa yeah. in the main event. It's kind of a surprising main event to me. Mm, tell me more why i don't know i just like i don't it's 
I'm not sure. I don't know if it's because it's solo by himself out of nowhere and it's a main event match. Like it seems like main event matches are usually predetermined already. Like maybe not. I don't know. It just doesn't. It didn't seem main eventy, and I can talk about it more once we talk about the match itself. But okay. it just didn't have the vibe for me. We will revisit this topic, and okay. for now, move on to the Grayson Waller effect with Pretty Deadly, and more importantly the match between Pretty Deadly and the Street Profits <laughs> to follow. Um, I learned something really important during the Grayson Waller effect that uh, apparently King Charles has named Pretty Deadly his number one tag team. Are you serious? Uh, no, because Wade Barrett said that. So I, oh, you know, I, don't, okay. I don't know if he's a royalist for heat or like he has a bunch <laughs> of weird coronation tchotchkes at home. Like he has all we'll those never plates. know. <laughs> I mean, I might know if my dreams come true. That's true. I'm sorry. And I will take a lot of pictures if I find those plates and dish Please towels do. and tea cozies. <laughs> Please do. They're probably all lead lined. <laughs> there was also a great moment. You know how they um, they run the fake tweets on the scroll? Yes. Yes. Did you notice that one of them was from Stu Bennett? No, I didn't see that one. So Stu Bennett is Wade Barrett. <laughs> yeah what did it <laughs> so say i was really delighted i do not even remember okay. i just saw that and was like oh my god guys come on i hope it was like they're the hottest guys ever i am in love with them in love all caps <laughs> enraptured so... <laughs> no you're fine so the street profits literally cannot take it anymore and i don't blame him blame them montez really hates their shirts which i totally get so mm -hmm. This carries us into the Street Profits versus Pretty Deadly. What do you think about this one? I first have to say, did you happen to notice how oily the blonde guy's chest was? Oh my gosh. I think that one's Elton. Elton I was, was so grossed out. Mm -hmm. I was so grossed out. Um, I liked when Montez put the little shrug on. That was very The funny. male bralette. Yeah, that's which doesn't make any sense because why would it be a bralette anyway? Yeah, bralettes don't have sleeves. Well, and like it also a bralette usually covers the boob area. I know. There's don't, know. right? Isn't that the whole point? Um, yeah. I don't did you hear Wade say that people from the UK are consistently voted the hottest people in the world? <laughs> I did hear him say that and you know, bless his sweetheart. Um I loved that. The heart wants what the heart wants, Jillian. I think Cole was like, Good God. <laughs> Please just stop. Please. So offended. Let's, let's download Grinder and help you deal with this issue. Um, it seems like this is shaping up to be a rivalry, right, between these two teams. Mm, yeah, yeah. Which I think is fine. I mean, I I always want to see pretty not pretty deadly. I always want to see Street Profits like doing stuff. I still think Same. they should be getting title shots, but absolutely, I think they should be given everything because I love them. That's true. They should. They're great. They're so great. And I mean, I've been very pleased with Pretty Deadly mm -hmm. since their main roster call up. I also, it's a guilty pleasure, but I love shouting yes boy. Yes when boy. When they shout yes, yes boy. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's I so really weird. like it. It's the British yeah. So yeah. I I hope one of them feuds with Los Angeles Night so they can just shout yes boy and yeah at each other for a while. Oh, that would be great. That'd be pretty amazing. So 
I don't think it's a surprise to anyone. Pretty deadly. They cheat for the win. Yep. And I think you're right. I think this will be an ongoing story. So I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. I I think I'll warm up to it more. I, I don't dislike it at this point, but I'm just not like super invested. They just need to do a little more for you, which is mm -hmm. fair. Less oil, boys. Yeah, that's a no boy for sure. <laughs> Seriously. So we're going to jump ahead to the main event, um, which is, of course, our guy Big Shamo versus Sola Sokoa, a man who does his murdering backstage and in the ring. I really enjoyed this one. Seamus was also extremely sweaty. It must have been very hot in there. So I don't know. I don't know if it was my mood. I don't know. I found this match sort of lackluster. Really? I don't know why. I just, I'm not sure. Hmm. I think, you know, I was kind of distracted. And yeah. um, I like both of the wrestlers very much. But I was just kind of like, I don't, you know what it is? I don't. I like solo, but I don't really care about solo solo at this moment. Like I care about solo in relation to the other bloodline mm -hmm. stuff. And I also feel like the weird, like the solo on Ridge attack is just kind of strange. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, is it really solo's thing to just randomly attack dudes who happen to cross paths with him? Or is this I just mean... to show like an escalation of his character? I feel like he's been the enforcer, so he has that sort of like poorly contained rage thing. Yeah. And perhaps he is in a place where, you know, the people who direct and contain his rage are not around to do that right now. And clearly Paul Heyman cannot handle him. Yeah, that could be it. Um, I... I mean, I warmed up a little bit to the match as it went on, I have to say, mm -hmm. like at the beginning, I was like, mm. but as as the match went on, I did warm up to it. Um, it seemed pretty intense to me. And um, I like, I like what happened at one point and, during the match. And what did happen? Our boys showed up, the Usos, boys. They did. They're not going to stand by for any anti-Irish hate crimes. I really appreciate that. They super kicked Solo to death. They really did. I mean, they they took him out with authority. They threatened Paul Heyman. They were on top of the world at the end of this match. I like the thing about Solo is that, like, he's a formidable foe, but he's not impossible to beat. It's kind of like, yes. what's that guy? Uh, I always want to say Bram Stoker. Um, it is not Bram Stoker. Uh, Braun Strowman? No. Um, um the guy from australia or new zealand shoot um i don't know if he's on raw or smackdown because i can never keep track of everybody um, he's got the move called the tsunami and like ricochets oh, and oh uh, bronson reed bronson, bronson reed. reed thank you i can never remember his damn name and i don't know why it's like bronson reed's like practically you know nigh invulnerable feels and indestructible like, sometimes yeah that gets kind of boring and so i like that solo can be super kicked to death yeah i think i think if you're here for the storylines and not just the in-ring action then having characters that feel three-dimensional mm -hmm. and not like you know superman captain america is kind of nice because the stakes feel more real you know, you can't just be like, oh, well, it's solo. He's obviously going to win. You know, you don't know. There's always that chance. So, yeah. And of course, I'm always happy when there's an Uso's, Uso sighting. You know what? I, twin power all day, every day. 
I love them. They're trying to save Solo too. They're trying to kick mm-hmm. some sense into him. I mean, I really hope that they go back and say thank you, Sami Zayn, for trying to kick some sense into us because now we see how hard it is. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It. Mm-hmm. They understand. Was there anything else about this match or about SmackDown that you'd like to get into before we move ahead? There was one little thing. There was during the show, they had like one of the money in the bank promos, you know, where they're talking mm-hmm. about London or something. I don't know what they, I don't exactly remember the details, but it's always so funny when, <clears throat> when they have the daytime pay-per-views. Cause it was like one week from this Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I I mean, I am really grateful for the afternoon start times, but oh, I also yes. will always maintain that it's really hard to be like, I'm going to kick your ass at 1.30 <laughs> Eastern time. <laughs> right after lunch. Me off. <laughs> I'm going to have a Lunchable. I'm going to head over. I hope I don't get a tummy ache. <laughs> I'm going to get to bed at a reasonable hour. <laughs> get to school in the morning. <laughs> but that's all I had about that. Well, then, I think you know what time it is. It's time to get raw. It is time to get raw. And this week we got raw in spectacular fashion. Um, You know, it was in some ways similar to the way we kicked off raw last week, except that it didn't absolutely suck balls, which was, (laughs) I thought, a nice update. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got Mommy and Dom Dom. And, you know, as usual, Dom Dom cannot say a friggin' word. It's so amazing. It's so great that people are keeping it up. Like, I want to go to a show and boo him just out of the barn, you know? I also loved, yes, I agree. I also loved that when Rhea went to speak for him, they booed her louder because she was trying to speak for him. (laughs) You can talk. You cannot talk for him. Yes. Mm -mm. That's so good. It's so, I just, I could watch this. I could watch them boo Dom forever. It's so funny to me. And there's like moments where you can tell he's trying really hard not to laugh. Oh my gosh. I know I would suck at that. I mean, I'd lose it every time. So I would kudos be to you. So Dominic. delighted. Mm-hmm. Be like, yes, I have all the heat. Yes, I am the king of heels. So Rhea has some harsh words for Cody Rhodes. She uh, says that his momentum has slowed. Now, that's hard to argue when he's facing Dominic Mysterio <laughs> at a pay per view. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, I don't. Here's the thing, right? Heels are often incredibly right about everything. Yes, they're insightful. Yes. So, I mean, I think she's quite right. I don't, this seems like a weird side match for just keeping Cody busy so they don't mm-hmm. lose him. Not lose him, but, you know, people want to see Cody. So they're going to figure out a fucking way to put Cody into stuff. And since he's not in the ladder matches or the money in the bank matches, it's like, who are we going to set him up against? So I think it's like a biding time thing. I mean, this is something I have a theory about, and I, I'm guessing that you might also have a theory about that we can talk about for predictions. I don't know if I have a theory, but yes, we can talk about for predictions. So slight spoilers. I don't think this match is about Dominic and Cody. Okay. I think it will be about something else. Oh. Um, but Cody joins us and he shares a quote from you know one of the great <laughs> minds of literature. Dr. Seuss and the cat in the hat. He calls Dom a scared little boy. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. He also talks up Damien Priest a little, which is like, it's it's a good, like, pulling at the threads of the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. 
I still mm. think it's going to happen. They're going to fall apart. I think they are too. I think Damien's going to get a taste of not being a shitty heel and he's going to like it. Ooh, you think so? Yeah, I don't okay. think you're going to see like a full face turn or anything, but like some of their shenanigans might start to weigh on him. Okay. I like that prediction. Um, there's also a really amazing part where Cody gets in sort of a jab about, you know, is Dominic half the man that Ray is, or is he just mommy's little boy? And I don't know if you <laughs> noticed this, but in the most amazing Dominic Mysterio ever, he looks at Rhea and says, I am mommy's little boy. <laughs> I didn't see him say that. That's amazing. The, the love that I have developed for this young man is just nuts bless him yeah he's great i i used to hate him with just like such a fiery passion but now i love him he's great so good job he dom you, you won me over that's pretty impressive because you know you are not easy to win over you are discerning no. no when i hate i hate hard hate with your whole heart i do also did you notice that Corey graves has a mustache now Oh my God. So I didn't notice it until like later on during the women's money in the bank mm -hmm. summit. <laughs> it is horrible. It's awful. I don't understand why he's doing it. I don't understand the point. Like he has made himself incredibly unattractive. Right. Thumbs down, Corey Graves, thumbs down. Like my differences with Graves aside, he's a nice looking dude. It's like, what yeah. what are you doing? Like, I'm sure Carmela told you you look handsome because she loves you, not because mm -hmm. she likes your mustache, dude. How long do we think it stays? Uh, I hope less than a week, but I guess we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if it's gone by mm -hmm. next Monday. You know what? I've been real derelict on Twitter this week, but Twitter could not have been kind, right? I mean. <laughs> I have definitely not been on Twitter at all this week, but I bet you're right. And that's why I think, I think he pays attention to social media stuff. So I'm sure I bet it's gone. I wouldn't be surprised. I hope for his sake that it is. I don't wish him any will. I wish him better mustaches to come. Yeah. I don't know. I just, he's not a facial hair guy to me. Mm -mm. No, nope, he's done I beards agree. before, right? Like kind of like George Michael five yeah. o'clock shadow beards. Yeah. Yes. And I think that works. For, I mean, he's got great bone structure, right? So he doesn't mm -hmm. need to hide no. his light under a basket or no. a beard such as it is a, a beard skit. <laughs> Which is that would actually work out really well because if you had, if you imagine like a drawing of someone's hair and a beard, mm -hmm. the yeah. hair is the handle and the beard is the basket. basket. It's a beard skit. And maybe if you grew it out and made it three-dimensional, you could like store things in it like gummy candies or pencil erasers. That sounds absolutely horrible. Oh, suddenly it's too far when I try to innovate. I see how it is. <laughs> Don't you dislike gummy candies? I loathe gummy candies. Why would you, you notice want I those put... stored in your beard skit? Because I wouldn't eat anything that came out of a beard skit. <laughs> <laughs> you could put bird seed in it and have a little bird friend in there. Oh, oh God. <laughs> this... This is perhaps the only time when I say this is the last episode and I mean it. Good Lord. <laughs> I'm grateful that I can't grow like a full ass beard because I would probably give that a whirl. You'd still I be my friend. Questioning every, I don't think I would for my you own would. safety. You absolutely we'll would. We will absolutely see because you are on thin <laughs> fucking ice with me with this. I think for the good of the show and the good of the order, we should move on. 
They'd be uh, like little baby birds. Beep, 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 beep. Okay. Uh, how invested are you in this podcast? Is that better or worse than hot dog legs? You know what? Why don't we skip to the end? You can put your hot dogs in your beard skit and birds can eat them. It's the natural uh, Can you imagine conclusion. the smell? <laughs> so, I just, okay, I'm good. Thank you. I, I need a laugh. I appreciate thing. it. <laughs> so we're going to move ahead a little bit. Pretend none of that happened. Um, later in the show, we run into our good friend, Matt Riddle. He's backstage with Byron. First, we see a little flashback from earlier in the day where Matt officially challenged Gunther for an IC title match at Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. And then we see them again, and Matt says that his ankle is good, and he says that Gunther's friends are, and I quote, lunkheads. Oh my god, I missed lunkheads. I was just so like, I don't know what it is. When Matt Riddle starts talking, I kind of like just hear a little bit of fuzzy static sometimes. I think you turn into KO and you're just like, I don't care. <laughs> oh my God, Matt! This. Matt! <laughs> <sighs> so good. <laughs> anyway, um, there's a lot of attacking after this. Um, yeah, he gets beaten up a lot. He gets beaten up pretty good. And Gunther, once he has absolutely destroyed Matt Riddle's ankle, accepts his challenge. So I think Gunther feels good about his chances on Saturday. I mean... I just think about these wrestlers who don't wear shoes or socks, and I just think their toes have to be broken on the regular, right? I know, and that's such a miserable experience. Why I just worry about that? Matt. Yeah, I worry about Matt too. And I think about that video where the Usos are talking about their family and they're talking about getting Solo some shoes, and it makes me really <laughs> I happy. I laugh so hard when they <laughs> gotta get him some shoes. I laugh so hard every time. That's oh, one of my favorites. I'm excited about this match, though. I think this is going to be brutal, fast paced. Mm -hmm. Like all the things mm -hmm. that are good about both of them are just going to be, you know, to the 10th degree in this match. It's going to be amazing. We'll just have to pray that Matt doesn't wear his extra tiny pants where we have to be concerned about seeing things that we don't need to see. Absolutely. And, you know, he's going to bring his hot dog legs and just mm -hmm. give it his all. I'm proud of him. Shine those up, boy. Glistening. So a little bit later in the evening, usually we don't talk that much about video packages, but we're going to touch on this video package because it's pretty significant. Mm -hmm. Finn Balor lets us know that the old Finn Balor has died. So does this mean then he could be the demon again? I mean, that'd be pretty great, wouldn't it? I just, all I want in life is for him to bring that back and that to be his bit again, because I think I that was his most successful thing. I saw an article the other day, someone was speculating that he might bring back his um, Prince Devitt gimmick from when he was on the Indies. Um, and that's, you know, he was a founding member of the Bullet Club and it was sort of like this cold, calculating, villainous character. So I'd be down for that too. Did you know what his like look was? I think it was very much like OG Finn Balor as we knew him, not Demony. Okay. okay. So... I liked this promo because I realized I think I like this better than Finn just trying to like freewheel it in the ring. Yes. Uh, he seems to do a little bit better with a script. Not that he's mm -hmm. bad. He's not bad on the mic, but it's just like, no. I feel like this was a more effective promo than the ones he's cut live lately. I think cutting a promo against Seth Rollins right now is damn near impossible. 
mm-hmm. because of the crowd. They're going to be yep. a-holes. Yep. And I'd be one of those a-holes if I was there, right? 100%. <laughs> I also love that this is the podcast where you can say fuck, but not asshole. You have to say a-hole. Um, we, ch- we change it up. We shake things up. Change it up. I also think that sort of the theatrics of this video lent itself to what he was saying, and that worked mm-hmm. out better than a straight promo. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was like reminiscent of that, well, not as theatrical, but reminiscent of the one with Edge <laughs> and all his candles. <laughs> I mean, that was that was deeply, deeply dramatic. They've been doing a lot of, um, just to sidetrack for a second, they've been doing a lot of social media around edges like 25th anniversary yeah, of WWE. yeah we haven't seen him for a while like do we expect him to show up surprisingly anywhere at any point like is is he SummerSlam? i don't i mean that's right around the corner maybe SummerSlam. i mean i feel like we're not going to see him at money in the bank as like a surprise yeah. moment but i hope by SummerSlam he's back on our screens how great would it be if he like somehow ran got his way into the money in the bank match and like knocked logan paul off the highest ladder and then won the match oh that'd be amazing if edge wants to spear logan paul off a 12-foot ladder i'm not gonna stand in his way who am i to criticize anything he wants to do in that arena no go for it i hope somebody spears logan paul off a ladder oh my gosh me too i can't wait (laughs) so excited maybe more excited for that than the match itself honestly dear dad can you please write in that someone spears logan paul off a ladder if it can't be the big ladder i'll take a little ladder yeah like it could be a freaking step stool as long as he gets knocked off something like one of those little plastic folding ones that's like (laughs) about eight inches off the ground I have a theory about those that boomer moms love those. It's based on my boomer mom and how she's always trying to bring it to my house for a variety of tasks. (laughs) So I would love it up. (laughs) I would love to see a boomer mom bring one of those to the ring and then it just lead to the most unbelievable carnage at all of 12 inches of height. That would be fantastic. I mean, they are pretty sturdy little things. They are handy, I have to admit, as much as so, I don't want to. Although I think I've used them before and somehow pinched my hand trying to like <laughs> fold them up because if there's a way to pinch yourself doing something, I'll figure it out. See, what you needed was my boomer mom to be there and say, now be careful with that. Yeah, because if she hadn't told me to be careful, that's how I get you pinched. But if she does tell me known. to be careful, I don't get pinched. Mm-hmm. I have that anxiety daily. I get it. Pinching is no fun. Well, it's like if I don't tell someone to drive safely, then I worry that, you know, if I if they yeah. had an accident and I had t- had if I had told them to drive safely, they would have not gotten in the accident, whether it was their fault or not. Yes, I know exactly how you feel. Therapy is for girls. <laughs> Therapy is for everybody. That's true. You know what else is for everybody? What's that? Seth Rollins in a glittery tracksuit outfit. Seth Rollins in a glittery tracksuit outfit is for everyone. However, Seth's shoes are not for Clown everyone. shoes? They were like backwards. Like the, they were weird. Like they had the backs of shoes on the front of them. I hated it. I hated those shoes. <laughs> they but just I love like the tracksuit. I would wear the tracksuit. I am hoping, um, you know, later in the summer when wrestling is for girls goes on a little retreat uh, that maybe we can get some glittery tracksuits. That'd be great. They'd probably be so hot, though. 
Oh, yeah, we'd be miserable. But for half an hour, it would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Photo shoot. <laughs> so uh, Seth seems to have had about enough of Finn. He complains about him a little. And then he acknowledges Carmelo Hayes, who is with us from NXT, the NXT champion. Mm-hmm. Um, he's there at Seth's invitation. But then when Finn doesn't show up from the insults, Seth tries complimenting him instead. He says he's smart. He's dangerous. He's surrounded by the right people. Is this flirting? Are we flirting? Well, I don't Maybe he's trying both sides of the flirting spectrum, though, mm. because he's like, the best Finn's not as good as the best Seth. So he's trying the he's trying the praise and the what's the other negging negging. Thank you. He's negging him pretty hard. Yeah, he's going to see which kink Finn wants to claim. I really liked that Finn arrived with a chair, tried to sneak up, but Seth was ready because the audience narked on him. Yeah, I mean, I often wonder, that's one of those things I often wonder if like the wrestler has to pretend that they don't hear the audience reacting to something and like, because inevitably it happens. Like when you're watching from home, you see like everybody looking over to the left mm-hmm. and like noise start happening before the cameras go over there. So I, I just wonder if they're told like, do not react. I think about that all the time too. If you just have to pretend that you're like, dun, 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 sneak out. <laughs> nobody knows. Well, when nobody knows. we've seen those ones, they put the hood over their head, then nobody sees them. So. That's a secret. No one can see you. You are invisible and cannot be identified. It's an invisibility cloak. So we have another little scuffle. Um, You know, everybody tussles. Carmelo Hayes gets involved. Mm -hmm. um, And Finn runs away. But, you know, it seems like emotions are running pretty high around this situation. I am enjoying this, like, grudge match situation between them. I am too. Um, Do you think that they have Carmelo on to try to like promote NXT more or do you think they're hoping like he might come up to the main roster I think it's definitely the cross promotion angle because they're doing so much of that right now yeah um and he had he had a match last night with Baron Corbin oh who's the the lone wolf again yes I could not be more excited I am so happy for Baron Corbin I hope this works for him Mm-hmm. I dearly do too. I don't know why I have this attachment to Baron Corbin. I just like the guy and I just <laughs> want good things for him. I, I'm sort of ambivalent about him. Sometimes I can't stand him though, but like mm-hmm. once he like cut all his greasy hair off, I was like <laughs> happy about that. And I'm glad he's gone back to the lone wolf thing. I think that's yeah. a good angle for him instead of trying to be happy Corbin or like sad sack corbin or lawyer corbin or dr Mm -hmm. corbin i think those are barbies but i'm excited to see where this goes i think he probably should have tried nasa corbin before giving up the weird gimmicks race car corbin Corbin. (laughs) so yeah um i think there's definitely they're working really hard to get that cross promotional audience like okay. get the cross viewership going and i i kind of like it i don't hate it i mean it makes me wonder why we had a, a draft i mean i feel like that's the question on everyone's lips <laughs> why did, did we have anyone... the draft why uh are we pretending that the brands are really separate mm-hmm. what is the deal with all the titles i have so many questions 
Did anyone check Carmelo's hall pass? I mean, he was not wearing a visitor sticker that I could see. Someone should have stickered him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. So some time passes, we move on, um, and eventually we rejoin our good friends, Ludwig and Gunther. They're chilling out backstage, having some reflections. And who arrives but Sammy and KO to interrupt them? So happy. I love that Sammy and KO got to interrupt for once. It was really great. And I love that they were like, you don't like that, do you? Yeah, yeah. nobody likes that. It's bad. We're allowed to interrupt. So what follows was one of my favorite things that happened all night. Sammy wants to avenge Matt Riddle because mm -hmm. they're bros. And KO <laughs> does not care about Matt Riddle. I love it so much. He's like, oh, wait, we care about Matt Riddle. Oh. That was so, I just, I cannot put into words the depth of my love for Kevin Owens. Like he, he just gets better and better. I have always enjoyed Kevin Owens, but you're right. Like every week he makes me fall in love with him again. I just, mm -hmm. this guy can do no wrong by me. I love when he was shouting about how he learned absolutely nothing from Ludwig's speech. <laughs> <laughs> it's so oh, great. He's so obnoxious in the funniest way possible. He really is. I love it. I love that he's like, it's like a, it's an intelligent kind of funny. Yes. And I always love yes, that. It is. I bet he, and we said this before, I bet he'd be super fun to hang out with. I know. Mm -hmm. Eat nachos with him. I love that plan. Right? That'd be delicious. Ooh, tato skins. I'm hungry. Mm, even better. <laughs> even better. Clearly I need a snack. Or perhaps a poutine. Ooh, I'm a little afraid of trying poutine because of the weird cheese curds. Oh, Not weird, you... because of the cheese curds. Yeah. I would try it. I would certainly try it, but you're just not I'm that much of a on cheese person. Cheeses. No, I'm not. Yeah. I know. I mean, the curds are typically very mild. Yeah. I mean, it would probably be fine. It's just like a lot happening. I get it. It's like gravy it. and egg. Mm. You know. Well, I don't think you have to have the egg. Oh, it's not part of it? Well, I don't. I don't know if it's mandatory. Like I've oh. had poutine before, but it's never had an egg on it. Oh, maybe I'm making that up. <laughs> you just put whatever's in the fridge in the poutine. <laughs> it could be. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure either. I mean, like, I don't know if traditionally it should have that egg or not. I've only mm -hmm. ever had American poutine. So I could ask my spouse. Yeah. Get the He's dirt. Canadian. Get the you dirt on the poutine. Okay. So it turns out we're not going to have a poutine, but we will have no. Sammy face Gunther. And uh, we will yes. also have some intimidating title clicking, which I really like. I, I like when they click the titles together. Gunther, like, trying to turn his smile at them into, like, a wry smile of, like, you two are fools is just, like, watching him fight that battle is almost as delightful as KO. I really love that Gunther loves them as much as we do. <laughs> He really does. He probably gets so excited when he finds out they're going to be talking. It tells me that he is good people and that we would like hanging out with him too. He can have yeah. some of our poutine. Absolutely. And I would like him to invite his wife because I bet she's also pretty cool. Yeah, Ginny always seemed pretty neat. So she was in NXT UK. And oh, she was a wrestler? She was great. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh. she's retired now. But Oh, that's fun. Okay. She was never like a main eventer or anything. She was pretty great. Oh. Okay. 
Well, that's a fun little fact. So after this, we're going to skip ahead to something a lot more serious. Now, I know you didn't get to see this segment this week, but, you know, it's it's pretty serious stuff. Um, we're joined by the Viking Raiders in Valhalla. Yeah. And Valhalla shares something, you know, she gets vulnerable and she shares that she has not heard from the gods in weeks. Oh, no. The gods are displeased, but they have together devised a way to solve this. Okay. They're just going to kill Alpha Academy. Oh, like a blood sacrifice. Right. Now, I don't know why they think that Odin or Thor or whoever wants the blood of Chad Gable <laughs> to communicate with them again, but that's not for me to know. I am not a Norse oracle, right? Like... He's quite a warrior, though. I feel like that would be a worthy sacrifice. That's absolutely a good point. And I mean, I feel like Alpha Academy, as it is, brings a well-rounded package, right? Like, Chad is a warrior. Otis mm -hmm. is extremely funny and humorous. Mm -hmm. and a social warrior, if you will. Yes, yes, that's true. So, you know. What was the atmosphere like? Like, what was the set dressing? Was oh, there, like, it was. Smoke? What was happening? It was everything you would imagine. It was extremely dark. There was some candlelight from below. Yes. I mean, it was it was definitely like Valhalla's vision brought to life. You could tell. <laughs> beautiful. Um, and then one of them did say that, that the sacrifice would be beautiful. So, I mean, Whoa. I think we're getting ready for some NBC Hannibal type shit next week. Well, did your did your husband ever play the the Viking Assassin's Creed? I you know, I can't remember if he did or not. Well, they mine did, and there's this thing that they do, mm. like you see people strung up with like very, very Silence of the Lambs, like they're like flayed, and oh. it's called something about an eagle. It's like some kind of eagle thing, and they're like ribs are like ripped open, so it looks like they have wings. It's pretty horrible. <laughs> so this is kind of amazing because there's an episode of NBC Hannibal where that does actually happen. I think, well, I would have seen it because I did watch it. So, yeah, um, I don't quite remember it, but in the game, it's pretty gross. It's something, something eagle. I'm sure when our partners listen to this, they'll be yelling it at the, <laughs> out into the abyss and I won't listen. It'll just be kidding. pretty normal for them. Just okay. another day. <laughs> Shouting into the <laughs> abyss. Stupid bitches and the partners who love them is for girls mm-hmm it sure is <laughs> so that was a special moment I'm very excited to see how this plays out and I hope that the mm -hmm. gods start speaking to Valhalla again it's clearly unsettling her yeah I'm sad I missed that I really love those like spooky interludes it's very good stuff um far less spooky but very exciting we had the women's money in the bank match summit uh, right so after this, where literally everyone and their sister comes to the ring. I didn't really get the point of this, and it might have just been because I was like, I don't know. Why did they have the summit? <laughs> I mean, I think this is a thing that happens before these big multi-person matches. 
where mm-hmm. like person one comes out and talks and then person two comes out and is like you ain't shit and then person three comes out and is like mm-hmm. i agree but also you ain't shit and it just sort of escalates to a brawl right it's just like hey okay. guys all these people will be in a match but it's not usually called a summit right no okay. no i mean i think that's just graves being silly i don't no. i think his terrible mustache made him do it mm-hmm. he was under the influence of stash <laughs> it's brutal did you did you see what becky was wearing at this event i did i i was worried that it was gonna like ride up <laughs> and some yeah. concerns i was like let's not have a nip slip it's a, it looked like a very small portion of a track jacket uh-huh. tucked into a strapless bra uh-huh. and i was so confused i was like you don't have to keep up with seth and the fashion thing it's it's he's better at it than you bex it's, this is and one of those fine. things, and I, I do not have an eye for fashion nor an eye for art, but it's one of these things where it's like, just because you throw two things together, it doesn't make it fashion. But apparently it does. <laughs> I am with you. I don't, I don't think fashion was achieved. Also, it was an Adidas jacket. Do you think Adidas made that? Or someone got permission to make the Adidas jacket into that thing? I don't know. That's a really good. I mean, I hope she didn't pay a lot of money for that. I'm hoping somebody comes out in a cone bra a la Madonna of the 90s. Yes. And then we really start to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could take somebody's eye out with those. Mm-hmm. I support that. So, I mean, this proceeds, I think, pretty predictably. Bailey starts mm-hmm. bitching at everyone immediately. Um, and then she's like, I have the biggest chance of winning, but yeah. like EO2. Yeah, that was amazing. I was like, LOL, Bailey. <laughs> Awkward and painful. She's totally going to turn on EO. Like, it's going to happen mm-hmm. during that match. And I, I mean, I do think that's going to be the end, right? I mean, it's got to mm-hmm. be. It has to be the end. Yes. Um, Zelina looked very cute. She hates she damage did. control. Um, she's so small. And she had Lachankla. She was ready to throw she down. Did I love I that she has her Lachankla? I just adore her. I know, um, she's great. And then Trish says some hateful shit to everybody, mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. heel would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wants to know: Will Becky be man enough to say thank you, Trish, when she wins? I mean, I doubt it. I also doubt it. It doesn't it doesn't seem like that's going to happen for her, but I wish her all the best. This is not a consensual BDSM relationship we're seeing here, so I don't think no. Becky's going to say thank you. No, she's not going to say thank you, Trish. May I have another? Absolutely not. <laughs> Trish. And then we end this uh, extremely momentous segment. EO does one of the most beautiful moonsaults I've ever seen right out of the ring. She's fantastic. She really I have is. a lot of hopes for her. If she, I'm, I don't want to get into our predictions yet, but if she doesn't I win, I am going to be just enraged. Enraged. <laughs> and I think I have to prepare to be enraged, but. I picked her too. <sighs> she's the best. I know. She's great. It's her time. It's her time. Let's do it. You know who else's time it is? Who could that be? It's Rhea and Becky's time to have a little uh, run in backstage a little bit later I... in the evening. I found that interesting. Did you find that interesting? I did find that interesting. I mean, I, I guess we're setting up that if Becky wins, Rhea's going to be her target. Yeah. 
which I mean, they'll, they'll be great. No complaints there from me. Agree. Um, but I also thought that like Becky cut Rhea down a little bit in a way that we don't usually see. Yeah, she really did. Didn't she? Do you remember exactly what she said? She called her a main event side piece. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was rough. Ooh, that was a low blow. Becky does not aim for sensitivity. She aims for sensitive parts. Ooh. It's just the way it is. Well put. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, I don't, I mean, like, I hope this isn't telegraphing where we're going, but I also wouldn't be super mad. I feel like I wouldn't be mad, but that would be such a shit way to do it. Like, you're going to make it that obvious, everybody? That's really stupid. I also, I feel like when the Money in the Bank started, the point was that it was not the main eventers match. Mm-hmm. It was for the person who was about to launch themselves into the main event scene. Yeah. And Becky doesn't need it. Becky could no. not be more over. Becky could not be more dominant. Like, find something constructive to do with Becky. I do think it's kind of interesting, though, if you think of this like a murder mystery, how there's all these people who have a motive, right? Becky's never won mm-hmm. the money in the bank match. So, like, that's why she wants it. And, like, then you have Bailey who's trying to be relevant again. And then you have EO who's like kind of a, an underdog and is ready for her shot. And then you have Trish trying to make a name for herself. Like, like I just think it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. They all, they all have a reason beyond just like, oh, it'd be fun to win. Yeah, and I do think they've done a good job establishing that in this match. They really I think have. So. so. They actually put some work into it, unlike 95% of the other women's matches. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for this one. Me too. Um, I'm also excited for what happens immediately after this little run-in, where Gunther takes on Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. I thought for a second this was going to be the main event. So like, I did too. I was watching the Hulu cut because my thing didn't record properly. And like, I'm sitting there and this match comes on. And I was like, I asked my spouse, I was like, is this the main event? And like, we looked at the progress bar and it was like just over halfway through or something. And I was like, okay, nope. I felt like I had been watching Raw for like three years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I also did the same thing and was like, oh, okay. I guess we have miles to go before we sleep and miles. I wasn't (laughs) mad about it all, but no, I wasn't either. I was just really shocked. I thought I had been watching it much longer. This match came with a very special gift for us all to enjoy, Mm -hmm. which is of course KO on commentary, uh, looking Mm -hmm. out for Sammy. Mm -hmm. He's such a good cheerleader. His love is so pure. No one has a heart like Sami Zayn. Trust me. No one knows better than KO. That's so sweet. I love them so much. Their their friendship is goals. It's aspirational. It's beautiful. They're wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to last forever, Dad. Dad, if you ruin this, I swear to God. I don't know what I swear to God, but I swear it. (laughs) The letters will increase in frequency and weirdness. The letters will include cutouts from magazines and newspapers. (laughs) It's about to get very, very sketchy. It's about to get Bray Wyatt-esque. I'll stop sending you coupons, Dad. What do you think about that? (laughs) 
We will not send a Father's Day card next year, although that will probably be a relief to you. I'll stop collecting all the takeout condiments that I get sent when I order food, and mm -hmm. you won't get those, Dad. How do you feel about that? What are you no going to do Taco when you Bell need sauce. mustard? Mm-hmm. That's right, mm -hmm. Dad. That's right. <laughs> so, despite our threats and our rage, I thought this was a pretty good match. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean... I've really come to love Gunther a whole bunch, and yes. I think the people he's consistently paired with make him look good, and he makes them look good as well. Um, I would never like to be hit by him. It looks horrible. Oh my gosh, no. But, no, no, no. Um, I was, I mean, I was sad that Gun Gunther won, because I always want Sammy and or KO to win. But of like, I get it. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. I was just like, oh. Well, and I was happy, like, let's give dad some credit where credit's due. Sammy mm -hmm. did not really lose cleanly, right? Like there were Imperium yeah. shenanigans. So Sammy yes. was protected in that match, which I appreciate. Like we're still, we're still keeping him at that high level that he's been at. He deserves that. Well, at first I thought when, um, Gunther had him in like the headlock or whatever, and he was starting to fade. I thought like, oh, they're not going to, Sammy's not going to lose. He's just going right. to you know, pass out or whatever, but. It happened differently. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, you know, as all these shenanigans are going on, KO's not going to let that stand. No way. So he gets involved. Then Matt Riddle comes out dragging his little hot dog leg, trying <laughs> to help like a wounded bird. I don't know what it was, but like his entrance makes me laugh. It's, it's not like his, it's just, just a bro. <laughs> I, like that makes me laugh every time. I, it's so stupid. Uh, everything about him is aggressively dumb, but I love it. <laughs> I know it is. Aggressively dumb is the perfect way to put it. He's like the himboest himbo who ever himboed, and I support that for him. Bless it, his goofy heart. It continues to be hot bro summer. Mm hmm. It's always a hot bro summer in our hearts. So. This was a lot of fun. It yeah. got me much more excited about everything that is to come at the pay-per-view with those with Gunther and Matt. So, yeah, I'm ready. It's weird that there's a pay-per-view where Sammy and KO aren't wrestling. Like, I feel like it's been a while. It feels wrong, doesn't it? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if they will make a, a very special appearance in support of the twins. Ooh, for the bloodline or Civil Matt War. Riddle and or Matt Riddle. But obviously, if I have to pick one, they're here for the twins. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Matt. I, I love you, but no, I'm with you on that one. Got a long history there. Mm -hmm. So we're going to cut ahead to the main event. Um, this is one that dad, thank you. Thank you for thinking of me as you scripted out this week's show, because <laughs> We have Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest in our mm -hmm. main event. We also had uh, sitting on the ramp a family with a baby Cody. Did you see the baby Cody? No. There was a little cute baby in like a Cody Rhodes jacket. Oh my god! Like the like a replica of Cody's gear. Did Cody hold the baby? He stopped and interacted with the baby. Was the baby excited? 
the baby seemed indifferent, but the baby's oh, okay. mom was super psyched. <laughs> That's such a good way to do it. Use your child. <laughs> Absolutely. I would use my baby for those purposes. <laughs> Absolutely. Babies and cute dogs. Mm-hmm. And we also had cute dogs on Monday oh, because yeah. we got to meet Cody's dog, Pharaoh, backstage. So that was nice. So does just everybody travel with Cody? Is it just like the family's traveling all the time? I guess maybe he just like he likes everybody around, which is sweet. That's true. You know, he's got a lot of love to give. We like a doggo. Mm-hmm. We do like a doggo. So uh, this was this was a good time. Um, I enjoyed <laughs> this quite a bit. I thought of you the whole time. I was like, this is just perfect for Abigail. It really it it got me. Plus, I just like I think these two are really great. So yeah. Very happy to see them wrestle. I agree. It was a really good match. Um, I'm, I'm wondering again. Well, I mean, I'm just kind of wondering what the plan is for Cody. What the plan is mm -hmm. for Damian Priest. I mean, Damian Priest is going to be in the Money in the Bank match, but like, is Cody just fighting every person until he gets another title shot? Is that the plan? <laughs> Cody is just like picking off squares on the candy land board until he gets to yeah it's like um in a video game you know where you have to like go through yes i don't know what the mode is i don't know why i'm acting like i know what modern video games are like but you have to fight a bunch of like mini bosses before you get to the big yes boss. he's not ready to fight the big boss yet he's got to fight and dom dom is the miniest boss i can think of yeah it's kind of a weird starting point uh-huh I mean, as far as, cause he's already been kind of boss fighting. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm not, uh, I'm not mad about it. And of course, as Cody celebrates his win <laughs> over Damien, Dom Dom comes in for the hit and run, like typical convict behavior from our guy, Dominic. I liked that. So I liked that, you know, Cody won despite the shenanigans. And I thought mm -hmm. it was pretty funny when I was kind of hoping like when Dom and Rhea interfered a little bit there. I was hoping they'd get ejected again because that's one of my favorite yes! things because I just love it. their their absolute outrage over being oh my gosh i almost said objected then rejected ejected from the match is one of my favorite things to see I, their indignation is just beautiful it's I so agree. good and it looks so pure like yes. they look jet i mean they're like genuinely outraged despite the fact that they know they were just you know committing fuckery. it's so great they give the best how dare you face ever it's really good <laughs> like just complete shock and anger mm -hmm. i need to take acting lessons from rhea ripley <laughs> dear dad is dear dad we need to talk not to you but to rhea <laughs> yeah can you just pass this along to her can we take acting lessons with you rhea ripley and also makeup lessons her makeup always looks really flawless. Also weightlifting lessons. I would like to be yes. a cool ass weightlifter like you. Maybe just all around cool person lessons. Yeah. Can I just follow you around like with a notepad and be like, she does this. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to do that. You know? I love that for us. Me too. Let's be Rhea Ripley when we grow up. <laughs> Other than how great Rhea Ripley is, is there anything else about this match or about Raw that you would like to go over before we move on to my favorite part of any pre-pay-per-view show <laughs> the predictions 
Now I have ants in my pants. Let's get to the predictions. All right. Let's get those ants out and Woo-hoo. talk predictions. So I'm going to start at what I imagine to be the bottom of the card, and we're going to work our okay. way up. Um, so that means we will kick things off with the women's tag team championships, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. I just realized that I could probably talk myself into and out of my picks, like, which I feel like maybe is the sign of a good card, but like I chose Liv and Raquel for this just because I absolutely cannot choose Shayna and Rhonda for anything other than (laughs) disappearance from WWE. But I mean, I could easily argue Shayna and Rhonda are going to win because like, right. Why would it be that easy for Liv and Raquel to get their title back? But I'm choosing Liv and Raquel because so that's kind of how I did all of my predictions. So, you know, normally I try to game the system, figure out what's going to happen. I want to be right. This time I did all my predictions based on what my heart wants and what my heart wants is Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan to once again be the queens of women's tag team wrestling. I think that would be great because they didn't really get to be a tag team all that long, honestly, before Liv was injured. And they're not Ronda, so right away. Oh, God. (laughs) They're not Ronda. I want to see Raquel just, like, pick up Ronda and just launch her out of the ring. Just, like, throw her. That would make me so happy. Up next, we have something else I support. Uh, Gunther will take on Matt Riddle as they fight for the Intercontinental Championship. What say ye, friend? My original thought was Gunther. I actually, I actually, sorry. Mm. My original thought, now that I'm thinking of it, was Matt. I had Matt written down like yesterday or something. And, but then I was like, I think it's going to be Gunther just because I don't think they're going to take the title off him yet. I feel like that's a SummerSlam mm-hmm. big card, big showdown thing. So like I I am I'd be also happy going Gunther. One, but I'm going Gunther. Um I want him to retain it until SummerSlam. I think he deserves to go out in a blaze of glory. And I I'm just not feeling Matt as the guy who takes it from him. I don't know who that guy is, but I'm not feeling Matt Riddle. No, I don't either. I don't either. I'm trying to really think like he's going to be champion forever. I don't know. I don't I know. know. Like maybe I feel it has like he's to be faced everyone and new. beaten everyone. I don't know. So after this, we've got Cody Rhodes yeah. versus Dominic Mysterio. I went with Cody, obviously. I guess. Well, I'm not going to try to argue myself sure, out of that yeah. one, but it's low stakes, right? So, so it could very easily be here done. Is, here is my theory when I say that this match is not about Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. I think we are either going to see okay. um, no decision on this match due to interference or oh, we'll see okay. Dominic I, win I never think to because do of interference. Um, and I think that interference will be mm-hmm. bork shaped. Oh man, you know, I don't know what it is about my brain and wrestling, but like, I really am the mark. Like, I completely forgot bork existed. Like, I am, 
I need to be their goddamn <laughs> test audience because I fall for everything, anything and everything I fall for it. I'm like, man, are they really injured? Jeez. Are you, you know, a like, mark or do you imagine a better, brighter future that is borkless? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I just I just I I think the end game here is Cody getting a victory over Brock at SummerSlam. And like, do I think that Mm -hmm. Brock should have been around? That's a good point. Since the last pay per view, yes, yes, I do. But that's not how he do. He does not like to come to work, and you know I can't even criticize him for that because I also hate going to work. What day? Do you want to know what day I will not rue? I will not rue the day when Brock Lesnar disappears from the WWE. Retirement. (laughs) I will woo the day. Retirement is is ahead for him, but who knows when, right? (laughs) I mean, who knows when? It took the Undertaker like fifty fucking years to retire. So I mean, and I, I've never been a big Undertaker yeah. fan. I know that's a hot take. I think he's fine. I mean, I get it. I get why people like him, but like, I feel like Bork's gonna do that. He's just gonna show up. I think there's a couple like once a year for the next the thirty goddamn years. One is that of course it took him fifty years to retire because it takes him the better part of an hour just to get to the ring. But I also think that Time if the is Undertaker a wasn't part of your childhood, Undertaker. you're you're gonna feel differently, right? Yeah, and he wasn't. Yeah, I, yeah, I I think you're absolutely right. Um, it's funny though because I think I I knew about Paul Bearer, like I remember Paul Bearer, but for whatever reason. I don't remember The Undertaker, so I don't know. I don't think like, so. Did Paul Bearer just... exist before The Undertaker? Isn't that so strange? I think I you just... zeroed I just in on Bear. the falsetto Woo! speaking little man with an urn, and that's the heart wants what the heart wants. That's the whole drive behind the show, so it's appropriate that that's how you felt. it's pretty good is his paul it's pretty good he's very good at it whenever i I do it but it's not anywhere near as good he's a man of many (laughs) talents and one of those talents is sounding exactly like paul bearer to be clear he doesn't sound (laughs) like that all the time i can't wait to hear it again someday you can turn it on and off (laughs) (laughs) abigail is married to paul bearer's grandson So, (laughs) after this match, we've got our women's Money in the Bank ladder match. (laughs) So, our choices are Eosky, Trish Stratus, (laughs) Bailey, Zelina Vega, Zoe Stark, and Becky Lynch. And uh, like you, I picked Eosky. I'm ready for it to be Eos time. Uh, She is so awesome. If nothing else, after that match mm-hmm. at Backlash, shouldn't we just be giving EO her flowers? Doesn't she deserve them? Yes. Absolutely. Poor. What do you think the chances are that it's Zoe Stark? I don't think she's gotten a huge crowd reaction. Yeah. Um, I think there's probably going to be a moment 
okay. where it won't be like as serious as what I expect to go down between Bailey and EO, but where like she and Trish are in conflict and fight against each other. That doesn't strike me as a particularly strong heel alliance okay. in the way that like the Judgment Day doesn't turn against each other. So, mm hmm. Okay. I just know that sometimes they'll like do. Oh my gosh, weird, they crazy could, right? Who knows? For money in the bank matches. I'd be disappointed. I don't know. I would um, be. I'll upset. be disappointed if it's anybody but EO, honestly. Or you know what? I wouldn't be disappointed if it was Zelina because, like, I know. she's so lovable and she's been doing really well. I'm glad yeah. they've been featuring her more. So I wouldn't be upset if it was her, but I want it to be EO. Yeah, we're so insane. Yeah. I'm on the same page. Up next, we have our uh, men's mm -hmm. Money in the Bank ladder match, which will, of course, feature Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, Logan Paul, and the one, the only, Los Angeles Knight. Mm -hmm. I have chosen Los Angeles <laughs> Knight because I love him. I will accept so I any have also other chosen Los Angeles Logan Knight Paul. because it's logical, it's timely, the people want it, he deserves it, but the terrible part of my brain that always makes the predictions yeah. that nobody likes but are often correct says Logan Paul. Logan Paul. God, I hate him. I'm good. I know. I absolutely don't want it to be true. Like it makes me so sad to think about. Like he's just fucking awful. And it's like I feel like he I don't know again, I sometimes I have a hard time telling if it's like mm -hmm. good heat they're getting or bad heat because I hate him so much, so I can't tell if people actually like him as a heel. But I feel like he's you know, I not think, very popular, but I don't I don't know I if I'm imagining it. I think wrestling has this inferiority complex where they think that every other kind of celebrity and every other pop culture thing is cooler and better and more legitimate. And I think that comes down to Vince, right? Like he doesn't want to be in the wrestling business. He wants to be in the sports yeah. entertainment business. He wanted to make movies, you know, like what anything but wrestling. So I feel like there's always yeah. this idea that like, well, this guy will bring more attention. This guy will validate us as at the same level as youtubers and like the kids love the youtubers and it's like yeah but the wrestling fans like wrestling and they're the people who yeah. pay your bills not somebody who tunes yeah. in one time to see logan ball i will also argue that the wrestling fans Absolutely. like um, second chance romance romantic storylines <laughs> two dudes one bed enemies to lovers yeah absolutely that is, that is a big part of what we like so please give us legitimate wrestlers and the best of romance tropes i think you're right though i mean about your analysis at the end of the day i want to be saying yeah la knight won the money in the bank plus he'll be so great carrying yeah. around insulting people acting like an asshole i know mm -hmm. Yes, he'll hit people with it. I hope if he does, yeah, he cashes it like, in successfully. Dad, because I want that you to would consider it's not just that I want it, I needs it. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Dad, let's be real for a second here. Let's weekly. Let's cut the bullshit. Let's be real. You know you listen to our show. Mm-hmm. You the know voice how of the internet wrestling wildly popular we are. Our finger is on the pulse, Dad. Mm-hmm. I think it's high time that we yes. we stop this little game we're playing this this charade and just you acknowledge want us to acknowledge Roman Reigns. You acknowledge the wrestling up. is for girls podcast. And you acknowledge us with something other than a cease and desist letter. Mm-hmm. Right. Money is great, but also Los Angeles night winning Preferably this match would be pretty good too. Both. We want both. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So after this I one, accept. we've got what I am waiting for with bated freaking breath. The Bloodline Civil War which could they be using the marvel avengers civil war like style of graphic more aggressively no they could not <laughs> it is outdated it's funny because was... it's so out not outdated i mean marvel is still very it's like eight years very ago, popular guys. but it's like guys <laughs> let's catch these while they're hot we have, uh, we have been down since day Usos. one with our friends, the Usos. And uh, I will not accept a world mm-hmm. in which they don't mm-hmm. triumph. They need to triumph. It's time. I know. I would be delighted if they could triumph without the help of Sammy and KO. But if Sammy and KO happen to so shoot them in there happens, and give I them want some it to be assists, the kind of interference where it's like fair and balanced interference. Like Roman and Solo have done something shady. Someone has tried to help <laughs> yes. them. So like it's leveling the playing field. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I have this daydream yeah, about a, a place win. where Roman realizes that like he's wronged so many people and they all step in to keep him from achieving what he wants. But I think that's, I want that to happen when it's just him. You know, I want him to pay for his crimes. Yeah. No, I don't know either, but we can always believe. We can always hope. And toes. I'm crossing fingers. So this brings us to what I'm guessing will be our main event. Our World Heavyweight Championship match between Seth freaking Rollins and the new Finn Balor because the old Finn Balor is, as previously noted, dead. It's funny because in my I brain, mean, the Usos could be, versus right? Roman Solo is the main event. But I I understand. Yeah, but I understand why it would be Finn and Seth because but it's a championship Roman is match, the biggest so deal, right? Kind of so, deal, but who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I chose Seth. Um, I chose Finn I because I really want it to be Finn. Finn. Yeah. <gasps> Um, you know what? I like you really like this new, more serious, more brutal Finn Balor. I really like Mm -hmm. Finn Balor and I really like the implications that Finn Balor was actually better all along because Finn did beat Seth last time and he lost his title for extremely unfair, unpredictable reasons. Yes. And... I've always wanted them to do more with Finn Balor. Yes. Now's the time. Let's do more with Finn Balor. I would Balor. be delighted if Finn won. Plus, I think that if we're going to start seeing 
the judgment day fall apart a little that's kind of interesting right that like finn now has this great success when he really hasn't been the great success of the judgment day Mm -hmm. how does that change who he is in that group yeah well and well and they've been Mm -hmm. showing him sort of one foot out the door in it for a while so it could be a a lead up to that quick side note and i don't know if it was when finn was doing his promo on raw or whatever it was but um yeah where they kept showing him when he hurt his shoulder and they kept showing the clip of him being slammed into the barricade oh my god It looked really terrible. Looked and then so he looked horrible. so sad. I'm and so sorry you went through that, Ben. Bummer. They really aren't. Yeah, if, if there's one thing that we can communicate to you tonight, people. none of this wrestling shit matters. Just protect your joints. Do your DDP yoga. Take yep. your glucose chondroitin. Get enough sleep. <laughs> lift weights. Just protect your goddamn joints. I have it, but I've always wanted to. Have you ever tried DDP yoga? Yes. I was really tempted to buy it a few years ago. I don't remember, but it was like really expensive and I didn't have any money. You know what it is? Like, I see these broken down try old men who get like <laughs> emotional yeah. talking about how it changed their lives. And I'm like, I could change my life with DDP. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. I am I'm no a broken down no old woman. Than Jake so Snake I feel like it could, it could heal me. for him, it could work for me. I mean, he's awesome. Yeah, I'm halfway to mankind at this point. His body's not awesome. Well, he is awesome, but I'm just thinking his body probably hurts constantly. <laughs> he is a good dude. He's one of the real yeah. ones. He's a good dude, though. Oh, can you imagine? If so he many was good a friend stories. Show, such a great oh, attitude. So great. What a ray of sunshine. But he'd make know, it so entertaining. Because you I know? missed his whole era of wrestling. <laughs> I'd be like, so you're kind of like a big deal in wrestling, right? I, I hate you too. And like, yeah, most people. He'd be like, what the fuck is way. this? That would also be delightful. Or maybe he'd just totally want to like talk about that. making cookies or something. Good pretzel. I like it? that. I feel like he make a good pretzel. I don't know why. I like that a lot. I know, right? I just feel like a nice pretzel. <laughs> well, that brings us I'm to the end hungry. of our predictions. Okay. So you can go Sorry. get a snack pretty soon is there anything else about money in the bank or predictions mm. that you want to bring up before we move on to your pretzels mm-hmm. i'm very excited for money in the Good bank the i love an afternoon pay-per-view um yeah i'm just i'm i'm always excited for these things well, so i'm looking on that forward note, to it friends thank you for joining us for wrestling is for girls Make sure to follow us on Twitter at WIF Girls Pod, where we post a link to each week's episode as soon as it's ready for you to enjoy. You can also check out all our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on our website, wrestlingisforgirls.com. Until next week, may all your pay-per-views be merry and bright, and may all your predictions be right. Unless, of course, they conflict with ours. 